This Three Beards Media podcast may contain mature themes. And if you're not down with that, we got three words for you. Like the podcast. Nailed it! Welcome to the world of Three Beards Media Podcast. We're thrilled to announce that all of our podcasts are now broadcasted live by the Betfred Sports Studio, the official sports book of Three Beards Media. So don't miss a minute of the action and be sure to download the Betfred app today to get the best odds on all your sports betting. With the Betfred Sports Studio, you can enjoy the excitement of our podcast while placing your bets and winning big. Get ready for an unforgettable sports experience. Good evening, everybody. Episode four. We're four episodes and nobody has taken us offline yet of Like Father, Like Daughter. Presented, as always, from the Betfred Sportsbook Studio and primarily sponsored by Rebelton Distilling Company. Of course, Kyle Lehman, Wintrust Mortgage, and Brown Dom's Farms are also our sponsors. I am the host uh, and the father, Chris Shipley, along with daughter, Caitlin. Caitlin, how are you today? Um, pretty good. I'm almost done with work. It's like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And yeah, then I, I get a nice summer vacay. So I wouldn't know what that is. I once complained about it to your mom and your mom was like, hey, it's not my fault. You chose a, uh, a degree that, that requires you to work summers. So that well, was the last time I, I was complain about it. <laughs> I saw a, a post on Facebook and it was like, people who make laws about education should be required to teach in the month of May. And like, <laughs> boy, is that true? Because I've never experienced, you know, I worked in a daycare for six years. I've never experienced something like this. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, uh, I can't imagine uh, how stir crazy those kids are and ready to be out of there. Also, I'd like to point out that you uh, fully capitalized your name. And that's going to drive me crazy now for the rest of the night. I've been, I've done it every episode now. So have you really? It shows you how much I've been paying attention. I think it's because uh, I had my caps lock locked one time. Oh uh, well, is that okay. better? Yes. <laughs> she fixed it, everybody. So uh, as usual, uh, we are here. We normally do Sunday nights, uh, but I was. Uh, out of town visiting family and Caitlin bailed on wanting to do a live episode with family. So uh, yeah, not. you did. Yes, you did. No, said, you said you gave me the, okay, well, first of all, let's start this argument now. You, I will pull up the text messages, sir. Here they are. As we like to call that you pulling said, up the receipts. Pulling the receipts as you learned in old man strength. <laughs> okay. That was Friday. When'd you go? I went well, coloring your beard. That's right. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that. You said, I think I might take my laptop tonight. Maybe do an episode with grandma with me if you want to join. But if not, it's okay. And I said, right. Cause I already you knew you were going to say no. Stop. I said, why don't you do just grandma on you? I think that would be really cool. And then there was no episode. And then to just like show the receipts of you with your freshly colored beard, there it was. And you want to know what my response was? Wow. wow. With hey, the... that looked good. It did look good. It looks uh, yeah, better we'll talk now. About that. You've clearly taken a shower or something. Yes, we'll, t- we'll talk about it here in a second. All right. Uh, first topic 
is always uh, presented by our friends at Revelton Distilling Company. They had their second release of their uh, of their distillers edition of rye last weekend. Uh, you can pick that up at. Is that what you're drinking tonight? No, I'm drinking water. Oh. <laughs> uh, I got that, work in the morning, bro. Uh, that is uh, still available down at the distillery. I think he had like 100 bottles over the weekend that was left. So uh, we will get a quick ad from Revelton, and then we will come back and dive into our first topic. At Revelton Distilling Company, everyone has become a part of the Revelton family. From the Taylors and their daughter who helped perfect their award-winning gins, to the team who installed Lucy, our 33-foot-tall custom-made still, right down to the local farms that provide our coveted corn, and even the cows on those farms who consume our mash byproduct. Want to see the farm to flask come to life? Now you can tour Lucy and find out where we take Iowa's harvest and transform it into our finest spirits. Choose between a 45-minute tour or find out even more by scheduling a VIP behind-the-scenes tour to get the taste of the full Revelton experience. You can visit them at 1400 West Clay Street in Osceola, Iowa, or find all of Revelton's award-winning spirits at any local grocery or spirits retailer. Okay, topic number one is always in honor of mom. She wants us to be positive, so we are going to talk about the best thing that has happened since our last episode. Caitlin, do you want to start? Yes. So it was Walker's 25th birthday this weekend. And since I've had a lot of like extra money and I don't normally like spend a lot of money, you know me, like I am a huge saver. So I got Walker a pair of Birkenstocks and a new Nike hat and they were really cool and I was super excited. And then I got him the wrong size. So we went back and I was like, would you be mad if I bought myself a birthday present on your birthday (laughs) (laughs) so then I bought myself a pair of Birkenstocks so I got these Birkenstocks Walker and I are gonna match on vacay um and then I went and got my nails done with a friend from school so oh I saw those pictures yeah that was cool yeah girls day she did me a huge favor we went and got our nails done it was fun good cool that does sound fun I uh took a trip so Mom and I had planned to go back and see Grandma and Aunt Dee and Gary and Lindsay and Travis and all the kids. And, of course, Grandma. And uh, uh, Mom has uh, been having some hip bursitis and things like that. And since we're going to take this big trip in a couple weeks, we uh, she decided probably best not to ride three and a half hours in a car in the Mustang, which is, you know, no fun to drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, somebody when you sit so low so i went ahead and took a solo trip i went over sunday morning uh went to mass in the morning and then went to go see grandma and uh and of course uh i know we've looks like we've got some listeners that are watching so uh if there's family in there and you want to comment and ask questions uh we certainly invite those comments uh and anytime you want to roast caitlin go ahead and do that but uh i just am blown away by how how great grandma looks um she absolutely sat outside almost the entire day with us. Uh, we hung out uh, on the patio. Uh, we grilled steaks. We told stories. Uh, broke out the Revelton Rye. Uh, Travis and I hung out together. Lindsay was there. It was just really nice. I always remember. I always think back and think I never get enough time with it with that side of the family because they're so far away. 
and we have such busy lives um, that it's always nice to um, to be able to, to see those guys and things like that. Cousin Debbie says mom looks amazing, and she does. And yeah, did you see those pictures well. of her going swimming? Yeah, she went swimming. She hopped in you the pool. You know what? I, I don't think I've seen her do that since I was a kid and she was living in the mobile home park Yeah, and she would take uh, me down to the pool. And I, I think I have one memory as many times as I was at that pool. I think I only yeah. have one memory of her actually getting in with me. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to see that. When we were younger, we had a pool in the backyard when we lived on leech and she was in there all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> But what was funny about that was, is I was home summers by myself. So I got the pool to myself and my buddies all summer. Um, and I got into this habit. I would make, you know, the Totino's pizzas. I would, when they were round, right. I would, um, I would, um, microwave them and they were good. You could, they get would all, you, you fold them get all soggy and then I would just fold them in half and eat them like a, like a, like a calzone. Yeah. yeah. So they'd get all soggy. They were super good. But um, yeah, it was it was so nice to be able to, to sit out there. And she had conversations. And I mean, it's just, it's just like a different person. Just as I always feel that when I go to Makoka, I always miss everyone when I go home. Yeah. I know. I, I think they should just move back, man. Right? I know. <laughs> well, Gary's actually got a job and all Yuck. that bullshit. Right? I know. Dumb. Uh, dumb. <laughs> dumb job. Gary and his dumb job. Uh, but I don't know. It's just, just hanging out and then hearing the stories and telling stories. And I gotta be honest, there were a couple of stories and they were told them. And I was like, I do not fucking remember that. <laughs> like, I do not remember. Do so. you, um, does it make you think about, because I remember, especially when I was really young, we used to, I mean, like we would just go over to grandma's and you, you, all the adults would just play cards and sit around the table and yeah, Heck yeah, I love going to Andy's yeah. house. I know, I I thought that too. Our <laughs> She's family, the reason I like black coffee. <laughs> our family has oh Jesus, Raimini, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> our family has a history of being like gathering places. Um, I not so much mom and dad's when I grew up because it was just me there. Um, and mm-hmm. maybe that was why nobody wanted to come and see me. I don't know, but um, like I would imagine that Aunt D's, like she said, we love having company. Anyone is welcome. They. It was like it was a given. Okay, well, it's you know, it's it's Saturday night or it's a Sunday night. We're gonna go down and hang out. You know, let the kids swim. We're gonna barbecue things like that. Um, I seem to think I have memories. And Debbie, if you're still listening, maybe you can you know you can tell me. It always seemed like there was always people at Aunt Lana's house uh, in Omaha. And then I hear stories from uh, my cousins uh, in in Omaha that uh, Uncle Ron's kids that their mom would always like make pizza on Friday nights and things like that, which I never really got to experience because we lived in Des Moines, <laughs> which at some point we really want to have an episode um, where we have like Debbie or Scott on or some of the other ones. I'd love to learn more about how they grew up and things like that. The similarities um, in your parents. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. And Debbie says, yep, always. And Uncle Ron's. Yep. Uh, I, I've heard famous stories of, of pizza uh that they made and things like that but i've i didn't get to spend a lot of time with with my omaha cousins growing up um and i feel like there was a lot of missed out memories and things like that 
Uh, and I think it's great that D and, and, and those guys are always are super close. I'm younger, so I don't really have that. Um, probably the closest relative that I have that's my age is Harry, which is um, uh, Uncle Carol's son, who I think is yeah. like six months older than me, who turns out lives in Norwalk. So, um, but what are you doing, man? <laughs> those are those are just things that I, I kind of miss out on. And I would love to be able to have them on this podcast and talk about, you know, my aunt Joyce and my aunt Lana and uncle Ron. And yeah, I've heard my, a few stories of, aunt you Lana. know, so, some of them. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I will tell you two things scared to death. Aunt Lana. Every time we would go there, um, she would scare the shit out of me because she was always like fake mean to my dad. Like she was always mean to her. They would argue all the time. And, um, I, as a younger kid, thought that she was, like, mean to him, and I did not like Aunt Lana, and she would scare me. And then also, pretty sure that uh, the cartoon version in Little Mermaid of Ursula was exactly the same as what Lana looked like. I swear to God. Same, like, short blonde hair, everything. Debbie said she was mean, but also very loving. Yeah, no, no doubt. And I don't mean, I'm just saying as a little kid, I was scared to death of her. So yeah, I get that. But I have vivid like memories going of, up there and staying. Yeah, I was scared of Travis growing up. Like, dude has a tattoo with like eyeballs poking out. I was like, what is what is with this guy? That. Yeah, I I could, Travis yeah. scared me. It wasn't until that he met Jess and and they were in a relationship and got married and had CC that I was like, okay, okay, I really like Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Travis right? is here too. <laughs> Travis is here too. But now, I know. It's... last year when we went on the float trip, uh, Trav, tra <laughs> I'm pretty sure I embarrassed myself, but Trav was a good sport. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just, it was, God, it was just so much fun to see them and to be able to watch their family kind of hang out together and things like that. And then to see all the love that mom was getting. Yeah. Um, you know, and, for her to spend time with Travis now and, and Lindsay and Jaden and uh, Kellen, Kellen and, 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 yeah. and Junie and, and, and Sophia and all that. And then Marilyn who Marilyn was uh, not there. She was at her other grandma's house. So mm. I, didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Did you sleep in Marilyn's bed? I did sleep floor? in Marilyn's bed. No, I slept on the bed. Oh, well, last time I was there, I think she had like a, a Montessori bed, which is like a mattress on the floor. No, oh, wait, no. no, she had just gotten a, a real bed. You slept in Marilyn's yeah. bed? Yep. Poor Marilyn. I know I farted all over her pillow. Tell her that, Andy. Tell her that, that Chris said he farted all over the pillow. So. Oh, yeah. Andy, yeah. we're doing the float trip again, but this time I'm bringing mom and dad. Jordan and Joshua are coming. Like, we're making a whole weekend out of it. We're going to need a hotel, though. I'm staying in the yes. hotel. Well, I'll probably so. stay at the campsite because I... I'm not yeah. camping. I'll tell you right oh, now, I'm not you're camping. you're so lame. Like, first you're of all, so lame. I had cancer. And okay. You hated camping before <laughs> cancer, so shut up, dude. No, I didn't. I went camping yes, every did. year. It was a Boy no. Scout, for God's sakes. Oh, you hated it. I always wanted no. to go camping growing up. Aunt D would always go camping. Oh my god! And the only time I got the camping experience was when we went and visited Aunt D or whoever else was camping. You never went camping. You were, I think there was I, one time we went camping, and you were still sure. married to my mom. And I think it ended badly. I don't remember. No, or was so, that a okay. different experience? That was you were not there 
We went camping. We actually went camping with Jackie and Phil and those guys. Your mom went one time. We had a tent. It rained so bad that we woke up. We just happened to be on the highest part of the campsite. And there was an entire moat of water all the way around our tent. And your mom bailed on that after that. One other time we did, we camped. We all camped down at Kim's house one time for 4th of July. You know, there's another Um, time I just thought of too. You finish that and then. Okay. So that time it was 4th of July. We set up all our tents down by Kim's pond in Lacona. And I remember here, we'll circle back to this. I remember that my headlight was already out on my Camaro and we got halfway down there in the dark and my other headlight went out and I'll never forget. Melvin was so pissed at me because I waited so long to fix, to not fix the other headlight that the other one went out and he was so mad at me and telling me how stupid I was, which goes back to why I've been on you for the last three months to get your one headlight you know, fixed before is, the other one went out. I, I got my headlight fixed and then two days later, my other one went out. So <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> See? I almost pulled, that would be just like the time when we were, when you were driving and your hood flew off. You remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. happened okay. to me. Okay, so uh, for nobody that knows that story, so I had same car, 1983 Camaro, uh, Z. It was a Z28 with T-tops, and you like I had T-tops. That's what you do every time you tell I had, me you move I know, your fingers. T-tops, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, I had a, um, I had a uh, an accident in the car. I rear-ended somebody at a stoplight. <laughs> um, and I freak out every time I go through that stoplight. By the way, still to this Which day, one is it's it? Been, it's the one, you know, where the Burger King is on Southeast 14th, where you go, if you're going north, and 14th is going south, and then it splits and goes around. Um, I'm familiar with that yeah. Burger King. So, yeah. yeah, so not that stoplight at the Burger King, but the next one, mm-hmm. before you kind of, before you get to, like, the QT and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, well, it. what the problem was is that the light was out, and they had a stop sign in the middle of the intersection, and I looked at the light and didn't see any light. So I didn't. So I looked down to see what was going on, and there was a car stopped in front of me, and I ran right into it. But I had to take the car to the insurance company so that they could take a bunch of pictures so I could get it fixed. And it was crunched, so the 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 uh, hood was actually latched, but they had to unlatch it and lift it to take a bunch of pictures. Well, then he couldn't get it latched back on, so he just tied the the head the hood on, and I. The next day was driving to Ames to go to school and got past Euclid on I-235 going north before I got to Ankeny. And I could see that hood start to flutter. And next thing I know, the thing flipped off and broke off and just flung clear off the car. Scared the holy living shit out of me. Yeah. Yet another time that my dad got super pissed. It happened to me on a... Gosh. (laughs) Denny says that was a cool car. It was a cool car. Happened to me in my 1999 Camaro Yellow uh, Corvette Yellow. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot Chrysler that happened. Same thing. Do you remember that? What was what's that interstate? Is it? Uh, oh yeah, it was. Uh, 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 Highway Five. Creek. Highway no, Five. I, I had just. You were on I-35. You were on I-35. I was going to see uh, a friend or something, and my hood. It's pouring down rain, and I see the same thing. I see my hood start to flutter, but I'm thinking, it's normal, right? Like, it's really windy, and it was raining really bad, and my hood 
split in two and it was like the top yellow colored part flew off and I just had this weird like plexiglass thing okay but now show my cool car okay so this was my car for everybody to see this was the car oh this doesn't have t-tops this is bogus it looked just like this only with t-tops mm. so but yeah my, my hood did the same thing and I happened uh, for a person I went to high school with just happened to be driving by with their mom and pulled over on the side of the road and kind of helped me save the day because I was like what the f just happened oh yeah oh but it's yellow yeah, well, the problem is, is that it they didn't. That was painted specifically yes, Camaro yellow. The guy had like, yeah, the guy had like There's a picture uh, on Facebook somewhere. Anyway, yeah, so. yeah, and back to uh, camping. The other time uh, I remember camping was at uh, Brian Jimenez's house. We would all camp oh, and uh, Big yeah, Randy yeah. would tell us kids scary stories. Yes. I don't know if you remember this. Big Randy told a really scary story right before bedtime, and I had to come sleep in yours and mom's tent. I do remember that. Yeah, I uh, I, I remember. Oh man. Well, I can tell you the name of that story. Summer. I can tell oh, you the name of that story. Can you tell that story? I don't know that story, but it's called the Flaming Eye. And what always made it scary was because he would tell that story when we were kids, when mm -hmm. we were at camp. What always made that scary was. He had glasses on, and he would tell it at the at the campfire, and all you would see is the little flicker reflection <laughs> of the campfire in his glasses. Yeah, that and the ghost train, the ghost train story that he would tell when we were at Camp Matigua about yeah, an old an old train that used to pass by Camp Matigua. You you think Randy knows the stories? Should we oh, invite him on sometime? To, we I I don't know that he would remember that or not. Maybe. Yeah, we'll have to see. But we'll I, I always him. remember, uh, I have the best memories. When we would camp there or hang out there, I would always sit on Big Randy's lap and call me his little, his baby girl. So I was yeah. a girl growing up, you know? You know what I, you know what I loved about Big Randy was um, he would always just brag on his kids. And I always thought that was just super cool that and he it would. Didn't, it wasn't it, like throw it in your face. It was more like, like pride. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, uh, and it didn't. And with all of, with all of, and he would do that to all of us. It doesn't right? matter how. It, the, the one thing I love about those friends. It doesn't matter how long I don't see them or you don't see them. It's like we come back, and I'm thrown right back into feeling like I'm, you know, five years old hanging with those guys. Yeah. And 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 the laughter and the story sharing and the smell yep. of whiskey and yeah, no cookies. <laughs> so, right. Oh my um, gosh. It just Such throws me it doesn't matter how long we've been apart, it just throws me right back in there. Right. Okay, we're gonna move on to uh our next topic. Our next topic is brought to you by Kyle Lehman at Wintrust Mortgage. Listen, I know that rates are kind of high right now. Uh, but the housing market is really, really still popping. And one of the great things that I learned from Kyle was it's so good to have such a trusted lender. Um, and even though rates are a little high right now, and if you're looking at buying a house or whatever, I really encourage you to talk to Kyle Lehman because he, you can always refinance later when the rates are better, right? But now's the time to maybe to get some concessions and stuff like that on your house. So uh, we did a little series of Q&A with Kyle and another realtor. Uh, so we're going to play one of those, and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, the one time that Melvin 
shit on my dream of winning the lottery and what that meant. Are you investor friendly and what products do you have for investors? Yes, we are very investor friendly. We have all the standard products, um, plus we have some brokered out options like we were talking about uh, a bit earlier, where we do what's called a DSCR uh, loan. So essentially what that means is you're not income qualifying, you're just qualifying based on do you have enough rent to cover the mortgage payment and do you have the down payment and a credit score. So there's no income qualifications if you're self-employed or if you just started a job, strictly going to look at getting the property pulled up to the mortgage payment based on rents. Uh, another option that we have at Wintrust, we have a portfolio product that we're very aggressive on pricing that only requires 15% down if you're buying a single family home. We just help with your clients actually secure a single family home um, with 15% down and our rate was about a half a point below what they were able to get. The only other options that we could find out there to help them, we actually called a few local banks and they were requiring 30% down. So we still do have that 15% down option on single family with a lot of people. All right. Uh, and that was a great advice from from Kyle. And again, I really encourage you guys just Google Kyle Lehman, Wintrust Mortgage. Uh, even if you're not in the Des Moines area, he can go ahead and get you hooked up. So, uh, so Caitlin, uh, this is always the segment where we talk about kind of a Melvin story or whatever else and then relate that to us. And we were talking about um, just how sometimes I see things differently than you do and different perspectives and stuff like that. So I always remember the time we were, uh, I was working at the store with dad and it was one of those days where it was kind of slow and I don't know, the lottery was like, I don't know, like $30 billion or some <laughs> stupid number that, that it gets up to or 30, you know, 300 million or whatever it was. And I remember sitting back in the chair and I go, man, God, I would love, wouldn't it be great to win the lottery? And instantly he's like, oh, it'd just be a whole new set of problems. Well, thanks for shitting on that dream in the first 30 seconds. Like I, I said, <laughs> is it so bad that you can let me just, you know, live out the dream? You had to shit on it already. And I was super pissed. And I went in the back room and he came back. He goes, what are you mad about? And I was like, like, seriously, I realize I'm not going to win the lottery, but I, I can't even have just a little bit of like dream about it. And he was like. <laughs> He's like, all I'm saying is, is that if you were to have that money or whatever, you'd have all kinds of new set of problems. You'd have, you know, people coming out of the woodwork that would want money and, 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 and this and that. And I was like, you know what? I wouldn't mind trying on those set of problems other than the ones I got right now. That'd be a nice change of pace. Uh, but I always think of that story and think back and think to myself, uh, it's funny how people see things different and perspectives or whatever else, you know what I mean? Yeah. His concern as a dad was, okay, yeah, that would be great, but, you know, you'd have this and you'd have this and then you'd have to worry about that and who do you take care of and things like that. And all I'm thinking about is, is, I mean, I didn't get a paycheck last week, so it'd be super <laughs> great if I had, you know, $30 million in the bank. I wouldn't have to worry about that. Right. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. Yeah. Are there times where I, I'm sure there are times where you and I have conversations about something and I will give you a piece of advice and you would, or you will look at it differently I, or whatever. I else? think our biggest thing, and I think this more has to do with uh, the generation I've grown up in versus what you've grown up in. And the fact that I'm a woman and you're a man, uh, point blank being I, I don't even know what the fight was about but I, I came home and I was telling you everything and I'm sitting there just angry and mad and this was also before we discovered I discovered that I have um, some anxiety issues and control issues so yeah. you know like I didn't have healthy ways to cope with how I was feeling so sometimes I would just come home really mad and I wanted you to see it. My, I wanted you to listen and, and, and try to put yourself in my shoes. And you immediately went into, well, here's how you fix it. This is what you need to do. Why don't you try this? And that instantly, I don't know if you remember, but I slammed the door leaving the house. I think that was I, one of our worst fights. I mean, you and I don't really argue very often. And if we have those kinds of discussions, I mean, and we get heated at each other, we can walk away and come back and teaching you, it's been a, a process, I think for us, like teaching you how to work with me and listen to me. And that's not anything on you. I think that's what your kids are for, right? Like I've grown up in this uh, generation where like mental health is so important and I'm guessing you didn't necessarily grow up with that. I remember one time I, I had a really bad day at school. I had a really hard year my sophomore year. And I don't know if you know that, but sophomore year of high school was really rough for me. I mean, it, it was pretty dark. I was suffering from a lot. And I, again, just like now, I didn't ask for help. Um, and I remember I, I went to school and I had a terrible day at school and I had to work that night at Fairway. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to work uh, or no, pause. I was having a tough week at school. And I said, I'll go work my shift at Fairway tonight, but I need a mental health break from school. Like I can't, I can't go to school today. And you're like, well, if you can go to work, you can go to school. Like, I don't see what the issue is. And we had kind of gotten in a disagreement about that. And I think now, especially since COVID happened, I think you understand more the importance of that. If I'm like, or if I call you and I have a bad day now at work and I'm like, I, and I'm crying on the phone, you're like, you have this many sick days. Like, why don't you just take a day off? Why don't you, you're the first one now to advocate for that mental health break. But yeah, six years ago, seven years ago, that was something that I had to not teach you. I mean, but teach you about like, and, and getting you to see it from my perspective, because we didn't always see eye to eye on that stuff. You know, I was a good kid. So, and because I wasn't sharing everything that was going on in my life and the things that I was going through with you, which is a whole part of a deeper conversation. Um, how could you know how badly I needed that mental health break? But at the time, and when I was 16, it felt like the biggest deal in the world. Like I can't tell my dad this, you know, you, you and mom had other things going on. And, and, and I still stand by that today. Like I, I call you when I need you now and it's a lot better now, but I mean, you know, a few months ago when I, the exterminator was coming into my apartment and then I just finally called you crying the night before yeah. breaking down and you're like, yes, <clears throat> stop. Like, 
you could have fixed this problem if you would have called me two days ago. We could have had this done. It's this whole, I don't, I don't want to burden you. Right. And I don't want to burden. Like, I feel like I'm an adult now like that, but I've always felt like that. Yeah, I, Growing up, I mean, I, I wasn't very, I wasn't sharing the hardest parts. I think well, until you got cancer is when I really started yeah. opening up to you. So let me, let, let me address a, a few of those things. Cause I, mm-hmm. The I do remember the fight where you stormed out and left. That was you were in college and you went and you went back home. You went back to Ames that night, and I remember just being sick to my stomach uh, the entire night because we were limited in 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 the time that we got to see each other and spend each other. And if I remember right, it was over something simple, something silly like I think I was watching a football game or something, and I. I wanted you guys to be quiet or, or, or it was something dumb. It, it was not anything major. And we got in a big argument. <clears throat> and I remember thinking to myself, that was stupid. <clears throat> that wasn't worth the time or the energy. Um, But I think that you and I learn a lot from each other. I, you're yeah. right. I, I, I was brought up. I was brought up by Melvin who uh, didn't matter what the problem was. Didn't matter what was going on or whatever else or how you felt out, about it. Right. Outside the world, nobody gave a shit. So you needed to suck it up and go do it because the world wasn't going to cut you any breaks. <clears throat> that was, that was how I was brought up. You know, uh, if I wanted to miss a day of work or something, my dad would say, Nope, sorry, that guy's paying you to be there. You should go there. You owe it to them. Right. I was, that's how I was brought up. So, when I hear things like, when I heard things like, I need a mental health day or I need a break or whatever, I would initially think that's soft. Get your ass to work. You know, no, but, and this is part of what Bill and I talk about on False Starts about how men have to learn not to do that. That mental health is medical health and it's just important. And, <clears throat> Toughening it out and and ignoring those signs and whatever isn't the way you should do things. And part of the reason that I've evolved is because of you. Part of the reason I've evolved is because of mom. And and let's be honest, living with two boys who have a Williams syndrome and some of the challenges that they have and the patience that I need to have. Those are all things that have helped me evolve. That still doesn't change the fact that I'm initially a, a, a giver and a problem solver. So if I see a way to fix the problem, it's all I can do not to tell you how to fix the problem. Because in my mind, okay, that takes care of, that takes care of the problem. problem, Right. But that's sometimes I I have to learn that sometimes that's not the reason why you're calling. Right. Well, and you've gotten a lot. You're not calling me because you want me to fix it. You're calling me because you just need somebody to talk to and, and, and think it through. You right. can take care of it. You just need so. And there's a lot of times that I will say, I've I've learned this phrase because I want you to know <clears throat> your feelings are valid, and what I'm going to say does not dispute that it's not valid. But why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? Or try this? Or try that? Mm-hmm. A good example is the night that you were super stressed when you were going to move last year. <clears throat> 
you your room was was a, a, a crazy disaster. You hadn't packed anything. You were two weeks before from moving. You hadn't done anything. And I would kept and and, and sometimes I don't think that you see some of the mental problems, not some of the mental challenges that I have, right? I get anxiety. If I'm not ahead of the game on some things, I get anxiety. I get nervous. I get, and that's probably from, I put things off so much when I was in college, when I first got kicked out that it got away from me. So now I'm, I, I've completely overcorrected to the other spectrum, right? Right. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I detail things. I get things done ahead of time. I would much rather have stuff done and then have it sitting organized in boxes in the living room for two weeks if I'm going to move than not. Because what if something happens and then I can't get to it, right? And my mind starts. And that is a lot of what Melvin was. Melvin would constantly be like, you need to do this now because what if this happens? And what if this extreme happens? And what if this extreme happens? And I remember as a kid going, when is that ever going to happen? Like, you, whatever. But I'm that way now. So when I saw that you weren't doing the stuff, I was getting anxiety, right? <clears throat> and then, and I, the, the closet door is a perfect example, right? I can't, for, for, for those of you who are listening, I would tell Caitlin all the time, your closet is packed full of shit. Pause. The, the, Pause. Okay. Yes. Can we both agree though, that the bar that's hanging in there isn't really suit, like it's touching the closet door yes, the when closet, your hangers are on it. Yes. And if you have your entire wardrobe hanging up, it is going to push on those closet doors. Doesn't matter what's at the bottom necessarily. Cause I had yes. that. It was, it was a chaotic organized mess. But, like I okay. didn't know what was in right. the bottom. You know what I mean? But right. I agree. Like my closet right. was I, packed. Right. It was packed. And I kept saying, if you don't clean that closet out and the door, breaks off. I'm really going to be mad. And I remember we were upstairs and we were talking about you moving. And I remember mom goes, now that you're going to be on your own, I think maybe you should start paying your cell phone bill. And I could just see like the weight of the world had just hit your shoulders. And it was $40. There's a good example. I just want to go it's $40 a month. It's not that big a deal. Let's just make it clear, everyone, that I do pay for my car and my insurance and my gas and my rent. Yes. Like, I pay my bills. Yes, the phone bill is probably right. the one thing I don't pay. Correct. So let, okay. let's let's get that out there, too. Right. Like, <laughs> I wasn't but, like, you know, but that's another Then you thing. walk and, downstairs, and all of a sudden, I hear the loudest crash. And I just happen to walk out to the garage and I come back in and I can hear you downstairs. <laughs> you can't even breathe because you're bawling. Your whole world has just been destroyed because the closet door broke and instantly you were like, oh my God. Well, this the, I'm sorry, the bar had snapped and mm-hmm. it had pushed the door out and you were convinced I was going to come down there and lose my temper. But to our point, what we're saying is, is that we have we both have evolved in how to talk to each other, and right? How to speak and each other, and I and, have made a difference because I think COVID changed for a, changed, and COVID changed a lot of people for a lot of reasons that we could get into, but we're not going to. But the biggest thing that I took from that was work balance, work home balance, and understanding that there is some validity to putting yourself and your mental health and what you need first to ensure that you can 
handle the rest of your life properly. Absolutely. And now when we have those mm-hmm. issues, you go, did you, did you take one of your, did you take your medicine? Did you take do your you, meds? You'll be like, do you, do you need your medicine? And I'll be like, I don't need my medicine. <laughs> right. Or I go, yeah, I could, I could probably, I could probably use some. <laughs> you, like, you, you, you approach it so gently. You're like, right. Did you, you take you your medicine? Want, do you want some medicine? Do you want some, do you have your meds? Or like when I come over, when I would come over and I don't, I don't usually travel with it, which is something I'm really bad about. But you'll be yeah. like, did you, did you bring your medicine with you? That'll help you. And I go, no, I didn't. And you're like, okay, so we're going to have to sit here and talk this through, aren't we? Right. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to have to father. All right. Yeah. Now we move on to uh, the portion of the show where Caitlin's going to roast me. Yes. But before we do that, speaking of roasting, see how I did that. Let's talk about Brown Dogs Farms, hot sauce and ranch and dressings. They are going to be at Cajun Fest. Uh, in June, I saw that uh, Rob had posted something about that. Um, they uh, <clears throat> are at the Farmer's Market, the downtown Des Moines Farmer's Market, every Saturday morning and every Thursday night at the Valley Junction one. So if you're going down to the Farmer's Market, look for Rob and Amanda, Brown Dogs Farms. Tell them that you saw them on a Three Birds Media podcast and pick up some of their hot and spicy stuff. And with that, we'll get a word from them, and then we're going to come back, and Caitlin is going to roast me. It's going to be spicy. That was awful. (laughs) I know, and it didn't play. Damn it. Brown Dogs Farm are Norwalk, Iowa-made hot sauces and dressings. Brown Dogs Farm was born out of the dream to emulate the simple life of Rob's grandparents, who inspired him with their hard work and abundant gardens. Rob and Amanda set out to create a unique blend of fruit and pepper that would satisfy the part of the brain that craves great flavor without sacrificing the spice of the peppers. Sweet, but still packing heat. With combinations like jalapeno green apple, habanero peach, cherry rhubarb reaper, and other great flavor combinations, there is a spice and flavor that is right for any party or get-together. BDF also has homemade versions of their classic and spicy ranch that are one of a kind. You can order all of those and more online at www.browndogsfarm.com and ask your local grocery to stock up. Okay, uh, we're back. This is the portion where Caitlin quizzes me on something or roasts me on something. Uh, So with that, I will allow caitlin to so this is like secondhand roasting because (laughs) why could somebody else make fun of me no because like it's gonna be a really nice story about uh stacy that in turns roasts you (laughs) okay this is awesome so right after uh you and mom got divorced not right after you know after you and mom got divorced you re- we talked about this in the last episode you really focused on being a father and i don't know if you remember but i was obsessed with the iowa state fairopoly which is an oh, iowa yeah, state yeah. fair version of monopoly and you hated it right because monopoly is a game that takes forever and it's probably not an easy game to play with a seven-year-old uh, hated it <laughs> But I was obsessed with it. And I remember always wanting to play it. And we would leave the game board on the table <laughs> for like yeah. a week to continue to play the game. And then we just kind of got out of it, right? You're like, no, we don't have time to play it. Like, that's a game that takes too long. You know, let's do something else. Like, And so, and then I always wanted to drink out of 
fancy glasses, <laughs> right? Like I always wanted to drink out of like fancy glasses. You know, you were drinking out of wine glass. You'd be like, mm, can I put my milk in a glass? And you're like, no, <laughs> you can't. But then when we, when you introduced us to Stacy, I remember you did it individually, right? Like you did something with Tyler, you and Stacy, and I don't know what you guys did for that, but then you did something with me, Stacy, and you. Do you remember what you did for Tyler and you? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Uh, but I remember you were like, Stacy's going to come over. I've been seeing her. She's going to bring a game. And she brought over Cyclonopoly. <laughs> and I was like, check one right like all right I already like this woman she knows my kind of game and it was so fun too as a kid to like because it was it was the 90s not the 90s version but an early 2000s version like the, the version they have right. now has like more references to like when I was in college which I right. think I've thought about buying because I thought that would be really cool but like it was so cool to hear you and Stacey reminiscing about different things on the game and then she you guys were having wine and I and I was like, oh, I really want to use that wine glass. And you're like, no, like you're going to break it. And Stacey's like, why can't she? And I was like, yes, check. <laughs> she, and you were like, oh, you suddenly you were like, cool, dad. You're like, oh yeah, like totally. You can do that. That's fine. Like, I was like, who is this woman? And what has she done with my father? She can come over whenever she wants, right? Because then she made me Kool-Aid in the wine glass. So it was like red Kool-Aid in the wine glass. Oh, I yeah. thought I was so fancy. And she brought over rhubarb dessert. Check. Yep. I was like, I just remember thinking, OMG, uh, this this woman has to stay because she is so cool. <laughs> like, And she makes my I, dad uh... cool. And then I proceeded to drink out of the wine glass for a week. <laughs> Whenever Stacy was around, I'm like, I'll go get the wine glasses, <laughs> right? Because that was the only time you'd let us use them. <laughs> uh, on a side note, I will tell you, I don't know that I've ever told you this story. Uh, before, it might have been after she met you guys and you were at your mom's. Uh, she came over for dinner or something we hung out watched a movie or something and then the next day we were going to go out and she stopped over and she had this sack this bag and she said uh i hope you don't mind but i was looking in the um i was i was in your bathroom and saw that the girls didn't have some stuff so i picked up some stuff for them and i think it was like like girls deodorant and like some stuff for your hair. And I think there might've been some other things that Tyler needed. And, and I was just remember Are thinking to myself, about tampons. you couldn't I, bring yourself to say the word tampons anyways, or pads. Come yeah. On. Something. Yeah. The um, menstrual sanitation <laughs> products. Is that better? That's better. Yes. <laughs> sanitation <laughs> products. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I just remember thinking most girls wouldn't do that. Right. And that was just in her nature was just like, something nice. She wasn't doing it to, to impress me. She wasn't doing it to, for any other reason than the same reason why she's the teacher that she is and, and everything right. else. She sees somebody that, that needs something. She just does it so most girls would have looked through your bathroom cabinets and judged you and tried to find red flags right 
Right. And she took those red flags and turned them yeah. into green flags. Right. You know what and I mean? Thought, oh, like, I can fix that. I can fix that yeah. red flag. Yeah. No more body gel in the girl's hair. Huh? Right. That's right. Uh, That's right. Gosh, you said something. Oh, I have to. I, do you remember this story? Okay. While we're on the topic of sanitation products. <laughs> okay. I have to tell you this story. We were living on Creston. I was in sixth grade. It was shortly after you and Stacey were married. And I may have told this story already on the podcast. But I remember we had the Wii and the Wii Fit. And I was like, I'm going to lose weight. Sixth grade, you haven't seen nothing yet, right? Like, because the Wii Fit said I was obese. <laughs> so, yeah, when you would step on it and it would go, oh. <laughs> yes, and you're like, gosh, okay. Um, and so I was doing Wii Fit, and I remembered. I was, like, drinking water, doing my step counting game and the tightrope game. And I remember I went to the bathroom scale in yours and Stacey's room. And I weighed myself and I had lost weight. And I was like, yes, we fit. (laughs) I could have been the we fit spokesperson. And then I woke up the next morning really early. And I had been visited (laughs) by dear Aunt Flo. And I remember walking into your room. And the way your room worked, there was the door was here. And your bed was here. And you slept on this side next to the door. So I walk in. Tap, tap, tap. Hey, Dad. What do you need? What's wrong, babe? Uh, I started my period. Stacy? Yeah. <laughs> you, I, I do remember that. You're like, that's yeah. a Stacy problem. And yeah. then a few weeks later, I remember Tyler was downstairs. It, it, this was before the boys got off to school. Because I think t- Tyler and I were in middle high school. So you would pick us up and the boys would ride home with Stacy. Right. And we were in Creston and I was in the bathroom on that middle floor right next to the kitchen. And you're in there doing something. I'm like, uh, Tyler, you know, was calling for, I, not to dead, right. but I would say yeah. Taylor, you know, and you're like, what's wrong, Caitlin? What do you need, honey? I do remember I like, this. Yeah. I was like, I need Taylor. And you're like, why? And I said, <laughs> and Taylor from upstairs is like, what do you need? And I was like, <laughs> it rhymes with lamp on. And you were like, okay. Okay. I was like, well, you asked. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Nowadays, you guys have phones and you can just text with each other. From I know. Now, you know, now it's not a problem. <laughs> but there we go. All right. We're going to wrap up uh, with our final segment. Uh, our best bets uh, on streaming. Uh, that, of course, is in conjunction with uh, Betfred Sports. Uh, if you're looking for the best odds and the best action, the best promo codes, Betfred Sports, download the app. Uh, NBA Finals start Thursday. So uh, take a look at the odds there, make those bets. And then I think they had futures out for college football already. So uh, <clears throat> make sure that you're downloading the app if you're into that. That would help us out a lot. Best streaming that you're doing right now. What are you watching right now, Caitlin? Okay, so um, if you remember a few weeks ago, I may or may not have uh, stayed in bed till 4 o'clock on a Sunday because of reasons from the night before. Yes, I'm aware. (laughs) Um, And I was like, I need something to watch. And I was scrolling on TikTok. And you know how like TikTok does like clips from like shows or movies? Yeah, I've watched about three or four things because of that. Right. Yeah. I got sucked into one and it's called Made on Netflix, like cleaning lady, Made. Yeah. M A I D. 
Okay. And it's about uh, this girl who leaves a, a violent situation from like her husband or boyfriend or whatever that she has a child with. And the episode, the first episode starts by her sneaking out of bed and taking her four-year-old, three-year-old daughter, whatever, however old she is, and leaving yeah. home in the middle of the night. And it's about financial struggles, domestic violence, you know, kind of building yourself up and, and the system, right? Like the system, like she went to like her significant other could afford to get a lawyer to try to take her daughter away well right. you know she needed to show that she had income to get a job to to be able to apply for assistance but she couldn't get a job because she had full time she had to take she'd been taking care of her daughter full time and she couldn't sure. afford child care because she hadn't had job so it was like this huge catch-22 and like her struggles and then her family struggles um, I binge watched the entire series because it's yeah. a limited series in a day. It's like 10 episodes. <clears throat> it was so, I was hooked. And then I told Walker's mom about it and she just finished it yeah. in two days, in two nights, you know, cause she's not crazy <laughs> like me and sitting down for a whole day, you know, she wasn't home but, over for an entire day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's to the point where I would watch the series again, like right now, because it was so good and so meaningful. And then yeah. I, it's based off a book and the author mm. of that book is on TikTok. And I got into the rabbit hole of her talking about what experiences in the show were same as hers. Right. And then talking to other DV survivors about their um, experiences and how that show connected to them. It was, it was beautiful. It was heartwarming to watch. Huh. Interesting. Um, I, definitely recommend definitely recommend so it's funny that you say tiktok and plays those clips because that's what got hooked me on the last one that i was talking to you about the food that built america mm -hmm. that was three seasons i binge watched all that uh mom and i are, are still getting through the crown we're just getting into the to the parts now where princess diana and prince charles start to break up so it's starting to get into kind of the time span that i remember mm -hmm. um and then I came across, well, we're in the middle. I had to stop watching before to come down here and record the last episode of Ted Lasso. So if you have not watched that, you need to watch it before I get rid of Apple TV because I have no other reason to have Apple TV. So Walker's parents were saying good things about Ted Lasso. Yeah. You'll have to send me the login so, info because I didn't even know we had Apple TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, I started last night because uh, I've seen a bunch of posts mm -hmm. on Twitter uh, about this show with Arnold Schwarzenegger called Fubar, and it is about I, him being a CIA agent, and he finds out that his daughter is also a CIA agent. CIA agent, and if you've ever seen the movie True Lies, where he plays a CIA agent who that his family and wife doesn't know about, mm -hmm. it's kind of in that same genre. It's funny. I watched the first episode last night and absolutely loved it. It was so good. So that well, would be my what? recommendation. That was something would be Fubar. Walker and I were scrolling through Netflix and it kind of <clears> piqued <throat> my interest. So I'll have to. Uh, you guys will tell like. Him. You guys will yeah. like it. The other ones, I mean, I'm kind of waiting for Reacher to come back on on Amazon Prime. That's really good. Oh, I have um, to tell so... you about a movie that Walker and I watched on Netflix. Hold on, I gotta look it up because I'm that old. Because it has, I think it has Brad Pitt in it. Yeah. Um, I spelled Brad with two D's. 
I think that's who it is. Oh, it's Bullet Train. Have you seen that one? I've seen the clips for it. I have not seen it. Uh, mm. You got to watch it. It was really funny. It was really good. He's an assassin who has anxiety. Like, yeah. And it takes place on this train. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's an assassin who doesn't really like <clears throat> killing. So I, <laughs> I think it's amazing. Um, right. And there's a lot of actors, like, a lot of famous um actors in it it's really good really funny 10 out of 10 recommend i think uh, my favorite characters were the guys who were going after brad pitt like they were my yeah. favorite duo like i would watch a whole movie on them this one guy was obsessed with thomas the train engine and he would compare everybody <laughs> to different nice. characters and thomas the train you have to watch it it's amazing and mom i think would really like it yeah denny that was a good movie true lies is a good movie so denny if you have netflix Check out Fubar on Netflix. Last thing I want to go over before we get out of here is uh, one year ago, uh, we, being Tim and Aaron and I, launched Three Beards Media. Uh, we left uh, the Tailgate Society, and we, in celebration of that, are doing a giveaway of. Whoops! Hold on. Hold, please. Fine. Let's do it this way. We're giving away a signed Matt Campbell um, football. So, how do you win that? You go to one of our uh, streams, whether it's for Like Father, Like Daughter, uh, Sigh of the Storm, Bitter Units, Old Man Strength, Hot Mess Happy Hour, Fill in the Blank, False Starts. Go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Five-star, four-star, positive review. Leave, a, leave a, a rating. Send us that message. Make sure you're following Three Beards Media either on Facebook or on Twitter. <clears throat> and then that enters you in, and we're going to give away this signed Matt Campbell football. So uh, we are super excited. We're going to pull a winner on June 9th. So uh, we would love to have a lot of submissions. We want to give away that football in celebration of our um, one year anniversary. One year anniversary and June sixteenth. Everybody, go check out uh, go check out Trice Legacy Foundation. They are having their golf tournament. Uh, Three Beards Media is going to be represented there. I'll be out there volunteering. Uh, so if you, uh, I think they've got like four spots left open. Go to tricelegacy.org. Or just uh, Google searched uh, the Trice Legacy Foundation golf tournament. You'll get there and go sign up, get a team together, go play golf. Uh, Cy is going to be there. They're going to have some uh, some football players possibly there. Uh, Revelton's going to have a team and some stuff out there. Uh, Software Solutions Incorporated is going to be out there giving doing some giveaways, stuff like that. So go check that out. And as always, go check out the rest of our content on Three Beards Media. Um, Caitlin, do you have anything else to go over? I think that's about it. I can't believe I've embarrassed <clears throat> myself like this tonight. <laughs> it's what we do. All right. It sure does. All right, everybody, have a great uh, couple of weeks. We will see you again on Like Father, Like Daughter. Go check out uh, the rest of our content. Uh, Fall Starts will be broadcasting Monday, and uh, then we're going to start over again. We'll have Side of the Storm, Bitter Units, Hot Mess should have a new episode coming out. And we might, we just might, have a new episode of the twins podcast. So with that, duck face, peace out.
later. I don't know what that means. Duck, you know what a duck face is. You've perfected it. Come on. Duck face. All right, we're out of here.